0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 96.
1: The last episode of 2022.
0: The final one.
1: And on the last day of 2022. <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> we have.
0: Did we do one last year on New Year's Eve?
1: I can't remember if I we did. I can't
0: remember either. I,
1: I can't remember if we've ever done a morning podcast
0: i don't think we have either i was thinking about that earlier when i woke up i was like eh, i don't think we've done one this early in the day ever
1: i think i think we've done early afternoons i think we did a couple like one or two o'clock or something like yeah, that especially
0: that, during the covid yeah year
1: yeah during the covid summer
0: it was all over the place yeah
1: this is whenever we could we even had some like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> ones where things would just go yeah. a little long into the night because we didn't some uh couldn't do anything the next day
0: proposed patreon episodes that you'll never hear
1: <laughs> we had this and i say i say we it was joseph we had We this amazing idea on our conception year that we should have a patreon wall uh where we do you know just all kinds of content that we would never we would never air uh and we put it behind a patreon wall of one dollar <laughs> and people pay one dollar a month uh to access these episodes um that would have been that would have been a terrible idea
0: Especially that early. But eventually, maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I think I think I think once we get to maybe episode three hundred, we might just be like, throw caution to the wind. There you go. And you and know just what? Go all out.
0: We should be over one hundred by now, but the slow crawl of the fall really slowed us down. You which know, it did last year too, but I
1: think I think we could have I honestly think we could have looking back, of course, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, we easily could have Gotten the number gotten to 100 probably by November,
0: yeah. Easily, we probably could have
1: maybe even late, late October, depending on if we did it every single week. There was just, and I think we had the time, I think I definitely had the time. I just don't know if I had the energy,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> now that I'm recharged because I feel completely recharged and ready to go. Uh, yeah, I did not have the energy come October to do anything,
0: I didn't either. Once school started, it was like. <clears throat> All my energy goes to getting the season going with football and starting my new position. That was uh, a great undertaking at the beginning because I had to learn so much. But as time went on, got my feet underneath me and kind of got my energy back. But it took a while.
1: Well, and I mean, <clears throat> you were around, and you know, Aaron was a really good friend, and so I'm sure you yeah. you saw a lot that he had to do, and you're very familiar with it. And it's not a change, huge, huge change, I'm sure, in perspective, but just the amount of work that goes into that head position,
0: yeah, is it's astounding. Just, especially initially with the start of the school year, before we actually get you know our cleats on the ground and get everything organized and ready for practice, all the paperwork and. Um, uil stuff trainings that we have to do the athletes have to get online paperwork done and their physicals turned in and i have to keep track of all of that so it was a big like management undertaking but over time it it, i became pretty efficient at it and got came down with a system to get it all organized and then there's a computer system that helps enter it all into so
1: it's hard to find that system that that works for you because I've seen a lot of other people's systems and tried to adapt them as my own. <clears throat> but if I, don't, if I don't have a hand in building it, I feel like the structure is oh, not yeah, where I course, can yeah. capitalize with it. So
0: Yeah, it took some trial and error for sure at the beginning and a lot of questions thrown Aaron's way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's slowed down quite a bit now that football season's over. And here we are, episode 96. Hopefully we hit to 200 next year.
1: Oh, uh, a <laughs> hundred in a year? Yeah, I don't think we can do a hundred in a year. That's two a week
0: I, I say in the summer we really bust our ass to try to churn out as many as we can.
1: I'm all for that, dude. Yes, I love coming here and doing this. This is a lot of fun.
0: It is, and and this marked what three years since we began. uh yeah, three years in uh, April. Getting close
1: to yeah, three years in April.
0: Yeah, two years this year, three years this year coming up. Man, that does not seem. By. It
1: does not seem like. It's two and a half years. No, almost you know two. That's crazy.
0: It seems like it's only been like a year and a half, approaching two
1: years. Well, I, it seems like time is different now with COVID. Like COVID was yeah. such a huge focal point in the year that it just that year has stood out. So now I'm like three years. Oh, what like the 90s? The 90s feel like 15 years ago, <laughs> not necessarily yeah. like 30 years ago. Uh, and so yeah. it's it's interesting to think that COVID, you know, the conception of that was was getting to be close to three years
0: yeah, that's that's shocking to me uh to think about that I, I feel like it was just yesterday that we went on spring break and never came back yeah to work and yeah. we had what five months off it was insane
1: yeah it was the it was the first time that we went because we left school in winter technically because mm-hmm. spring hadn't started i mean we left like it was like march 13th
0: right Cause spring starts like right around my birthday, March yeah. 20th yeah, and yeah. On March 21st. And so
1: we left in winter and came back, you know, end of summer. And it was just, yeah, it was a weird thing, but we're going to jump dive into episode 96. Um, it's going to be kind of a recap episode. Um, we decided since it's just James and I this morning, uh, that we're going to look at exciting events, you know, wild events from, from the year uh, looking at each month, but I'm going to start us with a conspiracy theory. Oh, wow. So I love them. Uh, you know, the Mandela effect. Yes. Right. So a lot of that became popular back in 2012, and people attributed that to uh, CERN, which is where the Large Hadron Collider is in Sweden. Uh, yes. Um, and Particle Particle Accelerator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so the conspiracy theory is that when it turned on in, back in 2012, and it had its highest voltage ever, it transported us into an alternate dimension. Well, they turned it after years I think it was like two or three years worth of maintenance and upgrades they turned it back on July fifth and they think that when it was turned on it transported us it was there was a there was a giant portal that opened because of the energy output and everything and it transported us to a parallel universe or a parallel reality again and so that was like since twenty twelve everyone said shit has just gone downhill. that's what they attributed it to so what do you think about that? <sighs>
0: Man, that's Parallel wild to realities. think about, right? I mean, <clears throat> that's always been a subject of conversation throughout history, but it, I do feel like it's, it's become more of a popular topic the past decade or so. The 2010s, yeah, when when, when was that built? 2012?
1: Oh, no. Hmm. I mean, this CERN's been around for a long time. I think like 2000 and maybe early 2000s, late 90s is when it first started being built.
0: Oh, really? But it was finished in 2012.
1: I think 2012 or was is that when it, they turned it on. No, no, it had been on um, in the early 2000s and things like that. Um, it had been on, but 2012 is where it hit like a voltage it, it wasn't expecting to hit. Like it, oh, okay, it created okay, okay. so much energy that it transported us to that because there had always been theories that once they turn it on, it's going to happen, or, you know, they're doing human sacrifices and bullshit <laughs> like that, like every other conspiracy theory. Um, no, but it was just once it hit that range in 2012 and then now with all those years of upgrades, it automatically hit it on July 5th when it did it, when they turned it on.
0: I believe that parallel universes do exist. Whether to our obvious eye, you can't, I mean, there's no way to ever determine whether or not it's real or dispute or that it's not real, but why not?
1: Right. Do you think it's like, Oh, okay. I'm going to go and sit down. Like I sat down, I didn't sit down in my normal seat today. I normally sit, you know, closer to the wall, but I sat here because these are the expensive headphones and I wanted to look cool. (laughs) Yeah. I'm the fancy one today, bitch. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but did that, you know, did that set us off in a different when sitting to choosing to sit here? Did that put us in a different reality? than when i normally go there like if you normally go down 45th every single day and today you're like ah, well, i'm gonna go down 34th or that day that you're like i know a lot of people have these experiences where they're like oh you know i was 10 minutes late from leaving and on my way to work there was a wreck and mm-hmm. if i left 10 minutes before would i have been in that wreck you know things like that like right. is that do you coincidental occurrences. coincidental things but do you think a parallel universe or parallel reality branches off of ours when that happens And that's how they're formed. So there's just like infinite realities constantly because everyone's choosing left versus right or drink versus don't drink or fuck versus stay at, you know.
0: (laughs) And we're all living multiple lives at once. Right. That's what I think, you know.
1: And that's what we. Deja vu, I feel like is
0: more of a regular occurrence in my life. I feel like my dreams, like I'll dream something and it'll be, it'll come to fruition. Did you, see, life.
1: did you see Dr. Strange, Multiverse yes. of Menace? That's what they said. You know, in the dreams, when you dream, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing alternate versions of yourself. Right. Multiverse versions, alternate reality versions. That would be a trip. If we're somehow connected because we're all, it's all branched from us individually.
0: It's, it's weird. I, I was listening to an interview the other day and it was from a student who unfortunately was in Columbine and he's paralyzed. Well, he had had dreams years before that happened that he would get shot maybe by a family member, a stranger in public, and he would become paralyzed. Oh, shit. And sure enough, he was one of the first kids that encountered the two suspects that came on campus, two other students that inevitably wreaked havoc and destroyed so many lives. But, yeah, that happened, and that was a dream reoccurring dream that he had years and years and years before. I never heard that story before.
1: I, I remember being in kindergarten and having dreams of a new kid coming to school. And then like a year or so later, they moved to the school. And I remembered, and I was like, Oh wow. I recognize you from a dream. Like I had a dream about this happening.
0: Um, so do we attribute that to a parallel universe
1: I don't know. See, that's the problem with me and remembering shit like that because I also, I also know that our memories are not a hundred percent. Like whatever we remember, it's not necessarily a hundred percent what happened. No. Like so many things have happened to our brains over time. So I'm even though I <clears throat> I I feel like I've recounted that multiple times and I've told that story so many times over the years, I can't help but think, well, did it happen after? Did it happen before? Like like what went down with it? But I don't know, man. It's that's some of the weird shit that. I don't. I attribute just our weird brains to, like we are weird. We have weird brains. Like what we're able to do and how we're able to kind of right how they're wired.
0: It's insane. And you you hear of people passing away, you know, and coming back to life. Whether it be you know being shocked with the with the paddles or whatever it is, but they they have these these visions and these experiences in in a brief amount of time, and they're able to like describe what they saw in detail is that just a a hallucination or is that reality and it's hard to decipher what which is what
1: i think some of that is just the weird the chemicals that our brain that i'm sure i'm sure when you die your brain is flooded with so many different chemicals mm-hmm. to preserve it to uh, who, yeah, who knows what psychological now, to part it, to psychologically yeah. preserve it um i don't know man some of it i just think is bullshit like when people yeah. are like, oh, there was a light. I there's this Yeah. And I saw, I saw my grandmother and my grandmother said, baby, don't go into the fire. Don't marry something. him. Don't, don't marry, marry Bill. Don't marry Bill. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I just, it's so hard for me to believe people like that. Even when they look me in the eye and they say, this is exactly what happened.
0: But are we living our, our real lives right now? That's or, something or I've always thought about. Yeah. Or are we living in a simulation? And oh, we're going to yeah. snap out of it and we're going to s- live this other life and we're just going to continue to evolve.
1: I think the I think the the funniest know. part about that is is I think it's I think it's oh this is going to sound really bad but I'm using this word really flexibly. I I think it's romanticized the simulation theory because of the matrix because people feel mm-hmm. like they can they can escape. Like that they can have two options to it as opposed to if this is a simulation we're just in the simulation. There's no breaking out. We're not we're never gonna to get to that point because if a simulation if this is a simulation, it is so advanced in everything as far as we know, we could never overcome this. Like our brightest mm. minds in the world laugh at the idea of a simulation, which ought to tell you, either the simulation's really, really good <laughs> or it's not a simulation at all. And it's just real life.
0: There could be a continuation after you pass away. Continuation of simulation? Other- Type of simulation. Maybe okay. you come back as a tree.
1: Okay, so let's do Reincarnation, this bitches. Kind of reincarnation. Let's think of it as, as a continuation like you said. So let's say you die mm-hmm. you know, 80 years from now. I'm going to give you, that puts you, what, 115? Yeah. 115. You died at 115. Happy man. And they tell you, James, um, this is 80 years in the future. We're able to download your brain and put you in an alternate reality. In a new world, however, you can choose. Essentially, you have full brain capacity and function, but the brain only lasts for so long. You can only do this for five to ten years. Let's say five years. So
0: essentially, it's an artificial.
1: It's an artificial life for you for life. the next five years, and then you'll die. What do you do with that life? One hundred percent controllable by you. Like you could be a billionaire. You could be the best quarterback to ever live and you get to live that (laughs) life for five years and you you
0: get to choose the age which you You get to to
1: choose everything you can customize it oh wow how would you do it like what would you spend your five years doing
0: oh man well you know a lot of people might say they would be more responsible with money they would chase their dreams and things like that oh no you can achieve
1: your dream like you can you can say i want to be 40 years old i want to be Not married. I want to have sixty million dollars in the bank. I want to have this kind of income. Like I want to have this. I want to have this life for five years. You can
0: pre-select. Yes. Okay. Pre-select. Okay. Yeah. Money. Even in an uh, a do-over, essentially, money would be essential, right? Yeah. And it would be nice to live worry-free with tons of money because I feel like if you have money, you know your 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 level of problems do decrease and are diminished. But I don't know if you've seen Office Space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the g- of course. The, the dude that just sits on the couch that lives in the apartment.
1: You do two chicks at the same time? I think <laughs> I,
0: I would I would want to do my redo as him. Oh, shit. And just yeah. do whatever the fuck I want to do and yeah. have money at my expense to right, just right. burn and, and just travel and just do anything. I would just be the dude on the couch. The dude on the couch. Yeah. Nice. Simple. Get free. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That would be cool. I think if I could choose anything now, again, I'm banking this as this is, this is when you die. Like you're one of the few lucky people, not few, but you know, some people die and there's nothing they can do, but you're in the hospital and they're able to preserve your brain, this company for five years and keep it alive and project anything they want to in your mind. Um, I would have to, I think I would do someone, it had to be someone with a lot of power like if i'm going to be dead and there's no real consequences and i can just like i'm not saying i'm going to go like be like a drug cartel leader <laughs> or anything type of power yeah. but i think it would be cool to be like a president or something like that like spend my 5 years as spend 1 year campaigning yeah, be and cool. 4 years as president or 4 years like I start on my inauguration day i'm president and then i get 1 year after where i'm signing book deals I, I think that would be a cool thing.
0: I could see you doing that, yeah. Yeah,
1: that'd be a fun but, last experience. Because you see
0: me just being a lazy piece of shit and just doing yeah. what <laughs> I wanted.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, the, the guy on the couch, just
0: being like, I got what's when, millions and what's it, millions it, of dollars. Peter, when Peter was hypnotized, right? He He snapped out of being this uptight, worried, middle-aged white guy working at a dead-end job, and he just became chill, relaxed, and he just did whatever he wanted to do. Nothing bothered him. If you could live a life like that, that would be... The pinnacle of existence.
1: Right.
0: Just don't worry about anything and just be happy. Right. Happy. Right. Hey, that's what I would choose. And just be able to do whatever I wanted with a bank full of fucking cash.
1: No, if you want but you, you wouldn't not necessarily, if you're like, hey, I want to go fishing, you're gonna rent a fifty thousand dollar a day excursion out to the middle of the ocean. You could do that, but more than likely you would just go down to the lake, go fishing. I'd
0: buy a Lake House. Go yeah. Go I'd buy a nice bass boat, maybe Maybe be a a professional uh, guide, you know, like at Lake Texoma, take people around striper fishing, you know, something like that. That's what I wanted to do as a kid. Like like one of my my dreams that I wanted to accomplish, like create my own fishing business, guided business, and just live it up on the lake the rest of my life. Because I grew up with my dad going to the lake like every single weekend. We had a boat, jet ski. That was my life back then.
1: Hell yeah. That'd be a good – I mean – That'd be pretty fun. Relaxing.
0: That would be relaxing. Yes. The guy
1: on the couch. I love that. All right. We're (laughs) going to jump into our year long countdown. Uh, we're going to start in January.
0: Oh, nice. Uh,
1: so my January personal touch is Scott got COVID. (sighs) I got COVID. Um, it was, it was only bad for like a day or two. Um, it was really good. But one of the big things that happened in January was Omicron. Omicron was the new variant. It mm-hmm. was uh, very prevalent. And we really started having the conversation that I always felt that we should have with COVID, which is it's not about how many people are getting it. It's how many people are dying from it. Because everybody and their fucking dog was getting COVID. Getting it,
0: but what, and yeah, everyone what, was good. What's like the survival rate versus death rate, yeah. which is what, 99%.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and and it depends. Survival. I mean, you know, if you are, if you're incredibly, not incredibly old, but if you're old, if you're in your sixties or seventies or eighties, and you get COVID, and you have lots of other problems, health related problems, they're called comorbidities. Then yes, then you're probably not going to fare very well with COVID. But the vaccine is great for those people. The vaccine for me right now, I'm not going to take it again, probably because I've had COVID. I, I did really, really well with You've it. Got to let your
0: immune system. Yeah.
1: I'm 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 still overweight. I'm working on that. But at the same time, I'm not over I mean, I don't smoke. I don't I try to eat as healthily as I can. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have lung problems. I don't have breathing problems. I don't have asthma or anything like that. Like I had COVID and it was just I mean, it just knocked me on my feet. How long were you sick? Um, I was sick. Like I felt like shit two days, but I was sick for probably four or five.
0: But I've I've had
1: fevers that have treated me so much worse Mm -hmm. like if i had fevers for three days that have just destroyed me and i've lost 10 pounds covid was just it was hard to breathe and then my chest i did feel like i had not long covid but i had some breathing problems for like maybe another two or three months right and then i'm good like now i'm but i attribute a lot of that to just being sick and being incredibly out of shape and now right. as I'm getting better shape, I, I, it's better.
0: I feel like people that were affected heavily by COVID in the most dramatic fashion were people that were elderly or people that were just not in good shape.
1: Not healthy. Not
0: healthy in general. Yeah. But I mean, it, it hit me in June of 2020 and I was, I was sick for about four to five days and then I lost my taste and smell and I was in quarantine in the room for a week. But I mean, overall, if you take care of yourself and your immune system is strong and has withstood a you know, things without antibiotics in the past illnesses, viruses, and things like that. And you've just built up and you, you're a healthy person. You can, you can withstand it and get over it pretty quick.
1: And again, a lot of people, I think, and this is my, my biggest problem with not being able to still say things like that. Cause people jump at you and say, you know, COVID killed millions and millions of people. Yeah, it did. But at the same time, when we look as a from a public opinion perspective and not a not a completely empathetic oh every single like we look at what this was this was a virus that completely that w- that could have been man-made could have been developed but it was horrible but early projections were like killing eight to ten million people right. in the first year it's pretty
0: staggering yeah. we
1: masked kids and and did we took so many preventative measures and thank god it doesn't harm kids at the same rate that it does others like kids it's pretty Kids are pretty good. My children will probably never be vaccinated from this unless they absolutely right. have to.
0: Be. And, and children and adults alike that that were, had pre-existing conditions, it did affect them more yeah. severely.
1: And it would make sense if you have like chronic lung problems and you get an upper respiratory new virus that is as aggressive as COVID was. Yes, that's terrible. The people that were on ventilators.
0: Any, any illness that you contract is yeah. going to hit you hard if you're just not healthy and you, you've. you've unfortunately have some type of pre-existing condition
1: but we put so many people on ventilators and now we know that that's like the last thing that we should do apparently is put people on ventilators and we were freaking the fuck out because we didn't have enough ventilators in america like put them on the vent and now we know that some people did better just flipping over and laying on their chest because Mm -hmm. of the the lack of pressure like an, an astounding amount of things that could have been done differently but it's it's a brand new virus and i just feel like I feel like we're still bitter over it and there's not been a lot of closure and people are still clinging on to that victim status of, Oh yeah. Oh, everything's terrible instead of, okay, well, but at what point do we come together and we're like, okay, thank God it didn't take our children.
0: Thank God. It didn't take our children. Thank God. It wasn't (coughs) as bad as we thought it was going to be. Yeah. And the optimistic side of me, this, you know, the logical thinking and analytical side of me, okay, 99% survival rate. If you're healthy, Hey, it's not going to hit you as bad, as, as severe. Just take care of yourself, people.
1: Well, and what should have happened from all this is we were so divided in 2020. And oh, it's yeah. only gotten worse. But this was the per I, I saw COVID as being the thing that brought us together. Like, okay, all right, everything's shutting the fuck down. Time to start taking care of your neighbors. Go check on your neighbor. Go check on this person. Oh, you're not at work? Go two doors down, put your mask on, knock, and see if they need anything. Oh, this is really bad for people that are overweight and out of shape and people with breathing problems and heart problems. All right, well, it's time to spend a shit ton of money in the government propaganda machine to start telling everybody, hey, let's lose weight. Oh, go to the gym. You're going to the gym. Oh, good job. And we get athletes that are being paid by the government and promoted by the government to like lose weight and get healthy. That's what should have been this kick.
0: Oh, definitely. I, I think the entire movement should have been prodded and and pushed with the reality that we just need to exercise more as a society. Able-bodied people need to get out there and become active to promote a physically healthier way of life. If we do that as a society, guess what? We're going to live longer people are going to be able to fight off these viruses easier you feel better you feel better your energy increases it's just all about exercise and taking care of yourself and that's something that we struggle with as americans we want to be lazy fat pieces of crap and just sit on the on the couch and and absorbs as much propaganda as possible from CNN or Fox news and just let it control our minds and fight with each other behind a keyboard and a screen.
1: And if you don't believe me that Americans at their heart just want to be lazy couch people, rewind our episode back 15, 20 minutes to when James said that that's what he wants to do. Exactly. But that's just dying wish. Hey, I know? would
0: still exercise, though. Exactly. Well,
1: you're not talking about just sitting there eating Funyuns and oh, flicking no. your bean. No.
0: So Just living a carefree just life, a people. Living a carefree life.
1: Um, another thing that I put down for January, Um, you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of things that happen in January, folks. The good thing is, though, is it's our show, and I don't give a fuck what you say. Uh, but the Winter Olympics in Beijing happened. Um, it was not to me. It was not as depressing as the Summer Olympics in the terms of there were some people there yeah. uh, in Beijing, which is astounding because right now Beijing is, I mean, parts of China are completely locked down, and you know
0: drones flying around yeah. telling you you can't leave your house.
1: But it, you know the Winter Olympics is a big. It's a big thing. It happens every four years. It's a huge, huge. I don't know. It's just important. And it, happens it is in important. Twenty two. So I put it down. Um, all right, we're gonna move on to February so in February uh, there was probably the biggest news of 2022 uh, Russia invaded Ukraine yes and simul- not simultaneously but a couple days before Brittany Griner she was detained <clears throat> for drugs before Russia invaded and this is a huge thing because this is a huge political move also I mean they got a war criminal for her in an exchange now that's not the worst, Russia completely the worst deal deals. the
0: worst trade of all time
1: yeah and and again, if I'm I'm not trying to defend her at all. She made her own choices. She's an adult. She packed her bag. If you don't know what's in, I mean, that's that's the con- natural consequences for your actions, right? But fuck Russia. At the same time, she is an American, and fuck Russia.
0: Yeah, Russian Federation.
1: Yeah, um, but that was you. a really big one. You know, Russia invading Ukraine um, and and really kind of. Getting us close to... I mean, there were a lot of people that were saying, "Oh, well, this is the start of World War III. Yes. Someone's going to yes. fuck up and do the wrong thing. There, there are
0: so many awful atrocities that occurred over there within the first month. Yeah. You know, the invasion, Russians having no empathy at all for any of the Ukrainian citizens, just killing innocent civilians, and bombing you- hospitals, facilities that, that were just not even... A, necessarily a target that they needed to take out they were just aimlessly just taking out everything
1: and ukraine like really standing up and fighting back they did stand up and fight back
0: in the standstill of whether or not we should be involved should we you know supply them should we
1: be involved should we supply them
0: to avoid russia from Eventually, taking over more more territory or land, yes. And I mean, giving it's them fucking Russia. Power. They're already huge. They're already huge. They're already powerful. But, I mean, if it got to a certain certain point where Russia was planning and mobilizing to take over more area, more territory, I think we should have stepped in and done something. But we did. We did supply them with not some weapons, right? No, we gave them money. We gave them money. But we can't
1: give them weapons. I can't remember if we give them weapons, if we
0: gave them weapons or not, but I mean, if, if Russia really <clears throat> put a surge towards, you know, expanding
1: their their takeover, yeah, I think we should have jumped in. So, what do you feel about then? I think it's like twenty billion, roughly, that we've given them now, and then we're going to give them. We're, we're trying to give them another forty billion. Like how much? How much money do we give them? That's billion with a B. I mean, we won't put up a seven billion dollar border wall when we have fentanyl that's continually brought in and child sex trafficking that's continually right, a problem. Fuck the fuck the fact that the illegals. I I mean, you know, we're a fucking the homeless America.
0: population. In Our America, homeless
1: population. I mean, it's terrible for those border towns, but well, we won't spend money on that. We won't even put border agents. The in drug that.
0: epidemic, which is, it's never going to come to an end. The war on drugs is always going to exist. But I don't know about that. But putting. You're you're right, putting our efforts and money into our own people would be the most wise thing to do. That's
1: just such a that's such a point that I don't like we our worst overdose overdoses are from fentanyl. And there's more fentanyl that's trafficked through the border. More fentanyl there there's enough fentanyl that's been traveling through the border the last two years to kill every American. Yeah.
0: So I, I believe we can do our part to slow it down, but will it ever stop? Will the flow ever...
1: Oh, no, no.
0: Will the flow ever cease? No.
1: A wall would help. A, w- a wall would also help. Barriers do help.
0: Barriers do help.
1: And the, people's not, the people are not a problem, but the people coming in are... It's just unsustainable. It would be fine mm. if it was sustainable, but it's well, not
0: sustainable. The thing we've got to do is strengthen our infrastructure down by the border, have better quality police departments, border patrol, and hire a mass amount of people and pay them well and house them well to go down and do their do their due diligence to stop this epidemic from growing
1: well and it's not just us mexico is a huge part of it all the other latin nations is a part of they're it they're going to find
0: ways around it that's inevitable but yeah to yeah. slow it down we we should
1: but if we didn't have this giant war funnel on funnel our energy
0: and money into that
1: a lot of the drug warlords that are so that are causing a lot of these problems. And the fact that we allow some of the, and I say allow, I'm not saying we're going to go to war with all these places, but we allow so many dictators to, and despots to just completely destroy people's will by the way that they govern. Putin. (laughs) Putin. Um, It's just, it's just, it's just a bad mess. I also think we need a border wall from Canada too. Yeah. Because Canada doesn't need our problems.
0: (laughs) You know, Ukrainian government, I feel like we we should have stepped in and helped which we did but to the extent and the longevity of it there should have been some type of okay we're going to give you this and this and that's what all we're going to do for now and we're not going to move forward at all
1: nobody wants that everyone wants a war a war is pretty money making business yeah all right, so we are done with January. Hang on, I, I gotta go back to my list. We're done with January. Fuck February. I only found one thing in March, and I'm sure there's a ton more. My birthday. My birthday in, in birthday, March, madness. And I'm sure there was a lot of fun shit like that. But the one that I found that was. Uh, most shocking slash wild was uh when will smith slapped chris rock <laughs> the slap heard around the world
0: yeah that was that was a huge headline in the in pop culture news in general it was on every news channel you couldn't escape the coverage of it you know
1: it ruined his latest film he did a film emancipation right uh, i saw and, that yeah. and nobody has talked about it like
0: when does that come out pretty soon it's already out is it out
1: yeah okay. i think it i think it was only in theaters for a few weeks because nobody went to it and he gets he gets nothing but negative started and a lot of people are you know throwing shade at jada his wife saying that you know all Mm -hmm. the shit that she talks and the fact that didn't she cheat on him multiple times
0: yeah they had like an open relationship and i don't think he was quite on board with it but she was very open and obnoxious about (laughs) the fact that open
1: relationship but he wasn't he he wasn't he wasn't (laughs) cheating yeah (laughs)
0: But I, I think that that was the situation. I feel like he...
1: he Didn't was, he cheat too much? He's, he's
0: been with her for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure they have went back and forth in that realm of madness. But I feel like she really wanted to live that lifestyle. And he he maybe was up for it in the past, but now I don't think he, he wanted to be that, you know that open as far as their relationship was concerned anymore. And he felt the need to... Show her publicly in that moment that, hey, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to be the man I want to be in this relationship. And no one's going to talk about my wife because that's just how it's going to be. And he made himself look like an ass. Yeah. And poor Chris Rock. I mean, he handled it well. He handled it as a professional should. But it would be hard in that moment not to just suck the shit out of him back. You know,
1: I still I still remember watching it and thinking it was fake. It yeah, like it just looked fake.
0: It was such a bitch slap too.
1: <laughs> I mean, Smith's a big man, and if you can't, I don't know. I kind of agree with you. Yeah, or, or Chris Rock's just a little bit tougher than he looks. I always think of him as just like incredibly skinny. From like, do you ever see Dog? Bark? Yeah,
0: he he seems like he's he's small in stature. He's short. He's just a smaller man. But in that moment, he he was a he was the bigger man by oh yeah continuing his. His performance, his obligation to be there to host the show, and he didn't come out of character too much and, and address that situation and let it ruin his night. He de-escalated really well; mm-hmm. like he just he tried to, you know, spin it and, and put a joke at the end and, and kind of draw the attention away, which which did a pretty good job. But it was just like the air in that building was sucked out, and the entire show. The remaining show was just, like, awkward as hell. And I think he went up later in the show to – Will Smith did to accept an award or something. And he started to cry, and he I think he apologized, but people were already pissed off. and
1: He should have left.
0: He should have. Well, technically,
1: yeah. a lot of people were saying, well, he should have got arrested. and da, da, da. Not necessarily. Just because you go up and bitch slap somebody doesn't mean you, like you get said, arrested
0: for A it. lot of people were confused whether it was a, a skit, a bit, whatever it was. Yeah. But it all turned out to be real, and it sucks for for Chris Rock. I just felt bad for him. Like, he's a comedian. He's supposed to tell jokes. You cannot be offended by yeah. a comedian doing yeah. his job. That's all he was doing.
1: And if you can't handle the heat. Get out the kitchen. There you go. Uh, we did miss one thing in February. Uh, Fuck. We're going to go back to it. But you'll appreciate it. Uh, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And some hip-hop greats performed at the um halftime show and it wasn't that bad it was good it was good but it wasn't i mean it was entertaining but at the same time if you can't say fuck uh, or <laughs> shit or ass or bitch um then you know a good 30 40 percent of what makes your
0: gangster rap yeah cred fun
1: uh it, it just kind of loses it and then i worried i was a little worried about Fitty. uh you know he 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 was able to do the full setup and and you yeah. know not fall. But I was, I was a little I was confused worried.
0: by why Fifty Cent was a part of it. it. It seemed like it was paying homage to mostly the West Coast legends. I know Eminem was factored in there too, but I don't know the the, the set and everything like Tams um, Burger Joint from Compton. All of the set was attributed and honoring Compton and, and L. A. in general. They should have just had West Coast artists if they're going to go that route. But it was just a little confusing. And then 50 Cent being overweight. Like, dude, you're, you're, you're on the biggest stage. The biggest lights are on you. You've, you've known for probably close to a year that you're going to be in the Super Bowl. Like, lose some weight, dude, before everyone sees you. Billions of people yeah, see yeah. you or, on live TV.
1: Or just don't do that. Don't like hang upside not, down. Yeah, just don't. Like, there's That was an iconic thing. But, dude, that was an iconic thing t- when I was like a teenager, and I don't feel like a teenager anymore, so it shouldn't be iconic anymore. <laughs> so don't do don't do that. Yeah, just don't. Should have not done that.
0: But yeah, that was to go back. It was pretty cool though. It was cool to see all the legends yeah. and, and young people really didn't understand it.
1: And it was nice for the Rams to win. See, and that's 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 another thing that should have happened. And, and, I'll, and I'll agree with you with the West Coast because it was the Rams at home mm-hmm. in a like winning the Super Bowl, and that would have in been California, a huge yeah. West Coast homage. So I agree with. They you. They should
0: have that. had more West Coast artists on stage during the performance yeah
1: but it was gwen stefani can you imagine if gwen stefani showed up god that'd have been great you know her and snoop or uh, cameron diaz and snoop went to school together oh did they yeah she even said he like sold her weed. long
0: beach i think yeah Snoop is from long beach i guess they're from long beach too maybe
1: well obviously if they went to the same school all right uh moving on to april again uh this is at like four o'clock in the morning so uh, bear with me (laughs) <laughs> Only thing I could really find that was again worth it other than, you know, inflation just continuing to rise and never stopping uh was the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Yeah, that, that was pretty took significant. Over social media. I mean, there wasn't a mm-hmm. single, you couldn't watch a reel, you couldn't flip through four or five videos. There was I mean, everything. It was everywhere. It was everywhere.
0: And smear campaign of Amber Heard began. Yep. Wait, Johnny for Depp, her or against her? Against her.
1: Oh, bad. Yeah, she got raked. She got <laughs> raked. You know,
0: Johnny Depp walked away a hero, uh, polarized figure. After that, he he already is in general, but that just cemented his legendary status even more. Coming well, out of that, uh, free man away from the crazy, chaotic, toxic Amber Heard.
1: You know, when they did um, when they had their trial in in Europe. I can't remember where in Europe it might have been in England or something. But when they, when they had it overseas, it really did paint because he was canceled for the most part. You know, right, he lost yeah. he lost a huge movie out of it, um, and she came out looking like this major victim, and he came out looking like a dick. And he pretty much always said, "Look, I it's not that I wasn't a dick, but she shed on my bed. She would hit me like all this other stuff." And the so facts when, came out, and it started to reverse, out, and he was he was the honest because when you heard the recordings, he didn't sound like a victim or an abuser or an abused, he sounded like... I mean, he kind of sounded like a dick, but he sounded like someone that was just, look, this is is the way you're doing this to me. Stop doing this to me. And she came out looking like a huge Yeah,
0: in the end, she came out on the losing end of the entire ordeal. It's just... I couldn't imagine going through that publicly and having your your personal life on a platter where everyone can see and judge you and, and everyone formulates their own opinion based on the perception that the media is putting out. It's just, it's bizarre, man. I couldn't imagine going through that.
1: I couldn't imagine going through that, but then to also have like, I'm sure they're on social media in some capacity. You know, I'm sure other people run their social medias, but they look, but that was, it was everywhere. Oh yeah. I mean, every single talk show, there were jokes about it. Night, night TV was talking about it. Howard Stern went all off on it.
0: I mean, imagine having every Popular media outlet talking about you and your personal
1: yeah. not even esca- the best part of your life, like, right. one of the worst,
0: just the personal sex capades and things behind closed doors are all out in the open. It's it's embarrassing, man. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I went through something similar to that, but not on that type of scale.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> everyone that listens to the show is like, Oh, yeah, we know oh, what yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, if you do, you know, don't forget to like this tweet did link or whatever. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) James, James hit me up the other day. He was like, Hey man, beef up our beef up our Twitter and run it. And I was like, okay. And I have a Twitter, um, but I use it just for like news in right. and, and media and that's it it's not social media or anything like that and so i i liked like i followed a bunch of different pages and i hit i followed like a nasa page and it popped up it was like right. you'll like these eight other ones and i was like oh fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Boom. laughs> so i liked like four or five really good pages and then an extension of maybe like 50 60 more and i was like okay you know we're following all these and 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 i go the next morning to to get on and it's just like we're following like 10 people and i text james i was like dude what happened i followed these people and james was like dude no that's not that's not how it works we want to follow real people not just information shit
0: because we, we want to we want our our attention and follow followers to to be high because we want people to hear our content enjoy our content and follow what we do and if we're following pages that really will never follow us back, it just makes us look desperate. We have like 200, <laughs> we're following 200 people and we have five followers.
1: Yeah. So I am, I'm, I'm new to this whole. Oh, so am I. I'm man. new to this whole thing. I don't know how to
0: gain the followers like like these people do. I'm all new to it too. Where, I
1: feel like they devote so much more time than what we probably yeah, do. They,
0: they have people that are on it constantly. Yeah.
1: And even if it's them like in a small group thing, like they, that's what they do during their free time. And I just right. Uh, we'll get there,
0: but I'm, it's going to take an army of us to get there. Like we're all going to have to use it and log in and do yep. shit with it. You know what I mean? I'll, Which, I'll between four that. or five of us, it's sh- we should be able to. Yeah. But yeah, Twitter. Follow us at Bomb City LRT.
1: Or it's me. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of me. it will be following me, and, and me trying to struggle and do that. Um. All right. So we're jumping into May. Um. I've got two for May. And they're not really happy <laughs> at all. Um, but um, I'm going to go with the less uh, – I mean, the first one was the Robb Elementary School Massacre, mm-hmm. um, which James and I working in education, we saw a lot because that happened – it was like the last week of school or the last couple of weeks of school, and it was a horribly tragic accident. And I'm not going to get into the details because I don't want to relive it. I don't want anyone else to. Right. But we have seen there was a new wave of regulations and laws Right, and the, a massive not shift. Laws, but yeah. But policy, a new perspective
0: of restrictions, everything. how we
1: look at safety, and yep. as and, and as horrible as it says, as it sounds, you know, it was it's a great perspective change to look at. It's just terrible that you know we always do this. It's terrible after. that all of it's these new happens.
0: great restrictions and ways of safety have evolved from such a tragedy.
1: Oh man, it was just. rough. It,
0: but that's that's how life works, man. When something bad happens, you. Adapt. Up, you, you adapt and you come up with ways to prevent that tragedy from occurring in the future. And unfortunately, it came from that situation. And hopefully, we're better with law enforcement now across the country. We're better with uh, school safety. We're better with uh, technology as far as securing the building and things like that. Everything that has come from it has been positive. And I just hope that we don't go down this road again and have to suffer as a, as a nation because this really did affect everybody. Oh yeah. Even yeah. though it was, it was in a small town of Uvalde, it it, it affected everybody. And it's just, it's, it's unfortunate that that's the world we live in, which we've lived there since 99, since Columbine happened. Yeah. And it just seems to happen every year. We just got to be on alert. And I'm glad that we're, we're taking steps forward to be more on alert and more f- protected and, and, aware of our surroundings.
1: I just always feel like nothing ever gets done after this in terms of policy because it just becomes a political game. Yeah. It's everyone uses such a ploy to gain Beto puts up comments that uh, what's his face Abbott made about, the uvalde shooting and, and he stands uvalde, up in, yeah, and his, and he sta- in his press conference and yeah and then abbott spouts off. just uses it it seems for fodder for his own campaign stuff as opposed to actually trying to be intentional with making necessary changes that do need to happen and funding and people i mean luckily we do have a, a police force essentially attached to our school district. Right. And and those guys are absolutely great and they're great with the kids and they are very driven and they are very dedicated to our school student, our student safety. Um, You know, so so luckily we're lucky. I feel like a lot more than in a lot of other places, just of course I'm not familiar with them, but our, our, our local police department, our two county sheriff's office that we have, our school one. We have Emerald College as well. We have Pantex. We're a very Lubella. binded
0: community in yeah. terms of our our police force. And, and what I, we that's can a do for protection. Right. Yeah. We're completely
1: understaffed because we have a shit mayor. And a shit, you know. It's not just the mayor. It's it's our it's our elected officials. It's our city council. Yeah. The because, good thing
0: about our community is we look out for one another. I feel like we we have each other's backs, and we we're not afraid to stand up and say something.
1: I feel like our people do, but I feel like our leadership does not.
0: Right. I, and the only reason I, I feel that, that is
1: because I feel like the way our current leadership is set up with you know, a little handful of or council, city councilmen, and one mayor. To, to govern our multiple communities that we have built within Amarillo. I mean, we have we have more than five. You know, we need strong – in my opinion, strong representatives from each component of our communities, mm. from the barrio, from the north side, from the heights, from Eastridge, from the east side, from the west side, from the southwest side, from the variations right. of the southwest side. There the should be le-
0: leadership from every part of town that yep. can come together and meet with everyone – to determine policy direction, as far as legislator, whatever you whatever direction we're going, as far as political figures in town, we all need to have that that common ground from all communities. And it sucks because it's not that way.
1: No, not at all, not at all. So we're gonna get away from the depressing part. The other part from May. Uh, was <laughs> I put monkey pox, the outbreak that wasn't an outbreak, not really. And a lot of people were saying that it was going to be a huge outbreak and things like that, but it was a very small community that it really affected and small pockets of communities and individuals usually from the same niche group. So it right. was going to be an outbreak. Um, so that's all I want to say about that. And all I have for June is gas reached five bucks a gallon. God, it's fallen so much since then.
0: It has. You know? It's become somewhat – well, it's never going to be affordable, but – It was pretty affordable a few (coughs) years ago, man. Do you remember when we were kids, it was under a dollar?
1: I remember filling up my 1990 Chrysler LeBaron in Farwell, Texas. This was 2002 for 99 cents. Yeah. I remember that.
0: LeBaron, that brings brings back – flashbacks of tom green didn't his parents get him a lebaron i have no idea maybe freddie got fingered in that movie he's he's got a lebaron he's it's the best so proud of it dude
1: it was it was the most comfortable seats ever yeah like the back seats were the most comfortable it was
0: ugly and hideous though right no
1: it was fucking gorgeous man don't you (laughs) talk shit about that but it was the, the the greatest thing about it is in the back seat Man, I did so much stupid shit to that car. Like I put um, extra like bass speakers in it. And oh, you all did. I put yeah, an L- yeah. but this is a 1990 fucking Chrysler LeBaron. But uh, I put a, an LED light sensor on it so that when the bass hit, it LED lit really purple. So I was trying to make a Fast and Furious car in a 1990 Chrysler LeBaron. But in the back seat, the you know the armrest used to come down. Yeah, you would come down, and if you could fit a 30 pack,
0: it would just sit there
1: in there and close it. Okay. And it was the best. Secure. Yes, dude. It was the hottest beer in the world. But, you know, lunchtime, you go out and <laughs> drink a cup of beer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, maybe. Uh, all right. So that was that was June or January to June. All right. So I, I'm going to pick moments. it up
0: with July. And these are, these are events that were very prominent and influential to our year. And also there's a few things in there mixed in personally that I wanted to throw in. But I wanted to choose things that that you guys could relate to and the the world in general. So the first thing in July that I remember that I can recall that was like significant. Um, NASA released its fir- first full color image of deep space. Do you guys remember this?
1: Yes, that was pretty. You say you guys like it's just we've me? We've got, and you. Hey,
0: <laughs> we've got an audience here. None of you, yes. none of you know, but we've got, we've got. No, that was here.
1: the the James Webb Telescope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it was. It was insane. Yeah, it, it
0: showed us images from 13 billion years ago.
1: So 13 billion years ago, you know, it was it's when they say Big Bang and all this shit like that happened. Um, but 13 million years ago, the known universe was technically, they're saying, like, as wide as a thimble mm-hmm. or shit like that. But now it's 96 billion light years wide.
0: It, it, it took over 25 years in the making for this project, dating back to 1996, for it to actually become public for everyone to enjoy.
1: Have you looked at the difference in size of the, of the lens from the James Webb to like the Hubble? Yes. Okay. Do you remember what it is? I've got to look it up real quick while you're talking about it, but it's, it's, it's huge. Well, it's not necessarily just the lens, but the James Webb telescope is a hundred times more powerful than, uh, than the Hubble. Uh, it has infrared lenses that allow it to peer much further into space um, and just the imagery is, is just incredible. So some of the images that it took, uh, you know, or classic ones that we had seen, like the spare, the staircase and things like that. Uh, and like the, I think it's the red eye mm-hmm. or whatever. And the newer images from the James Webb are just, it's like going from standard definition to high definition. Yeah,
0: And it helped to uncover answers to questions we don't even yet know to ask questions that will help us better understand our universe over time and th- there were plenty of memes that were made because of this as well <laughs> uh, are so if, the you, memes if you haven't seen be, them you got to look them up
1: are the memes going to be what like if eventually if we die like as americans and and the the dem- democracy as it as it works fails and 150 years from now it's just communism everywhere or whatever it is our memes going to be the only thing that survives from american culture that gets talked about
0: The fuel that will never die. The
1: memes.
0: (laughs) I I believe so. I believe so.
1: That's awesome.
0: The next thing in in July of this year, I couldn't skim over this. I had had to talk about this. Joey Chestnut. Legend, right? Nathan Hot Dog extraordinaire. He ate 63 to earn his 15th Nathan's Famous Hot Dog title. So this was Chestnut's pace of 13. It knocked off his record of 76 in 2001. What a legend.
1: That is an insane. 15 times? So I had to look up how old this guy is, uh, and he's he's still in his 30s. He's 39 years old. He's just a few years older than us and worth roughly $2.5 million because of it. But how many hot dogs? 63. And how old and was how, what, the, the time frame? Um... I can't
0: remember the time frame, but the most entertaining thing that happened this year there was a spectator from the crowd that ran up on the stage and mid hot dog gulping and guzzling, this dude, Joey Chestnut, put that spectator in a headlock.
1: Oh, he kept eating. Yeah. Oh, sh- I do remember that. That
0: just cemented his legendary lore even more. Like, the guy is forever. The greatest of all time
1: that is pretty legit I do remember Put seeing no. <laughs> it
0: was so funny
1: because he's just and he's not even paying attention like looking yeah. at the guy right and his security
0: just... runs up and gets him it's hilarious
1: oh the security at the hot dog eating contest
0: <laughs> every year Cousin man. Ray and his every year I, it's it's like a train wreck you you can't avoid to not watch
1: I've never watched it in full now who is the one guy um kobayashi yeah, he was. He, I watched him a couple of times, his, I, but I watched, he like. He was
0: Joey Chestnut's menace.
1: His rival? And was
0: rival for, for years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nemesis. Yeah.
1: His, his so is he, is he not doing it anymore? Um, I don't think so. Because I saw one thing with him where he was training, and he ate, like, six pounds of food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was
1: like, dear God. That's how like, they train.
0: But that's, to expand their stomachs and be able to is insane. to engulf that much and he was food he, and calories. He looked like, like he had
1: four percent body fat. Oh yeah,
0: he insane with his workouts and and training leading up to the event,
1: which makes sense. You got to put it all
0: somewhere. That wasn't the only competitive eating that he did either. I mean, he did Asian style food as well, noodles and I couldn't imagine, man. I went. You to could, an, really got to train.
1: I went to an all you could eat the only time I've ever gone to like an all-you-can-eat thing and really tried to see how much I could eat of something was in high school, and it was at, it was like at a football thing, and it was an all-you-can-eat chili dogs. Yeah, and I had like four. <laughs>
0: could you imagine dipping them in water and shoving no. them down your no. throat? No, no. Like I can't a lot imagine of these guys that at all. do. That's amazing. It's incredible! It's I've disgusting.
1: seen. I've seen uh, the video. She was a woman that came through a few years ago. Did the she steak. like the, like a steak and a half or something? Right or two? She like three? No, dude, she did she three. No, I I'll, I'll believe two. That that's crazy. Yeah, we'll look that up. She in
0: destroyed second. them <laughs> in record time too. Oh, I didn't know it was a record time. Yeah,
1: that's wild.
0: Yeah. So the, that. In so July, that Chestnut. wraps up the dramatic events in July. Now, moving on to August, okay? <coughs> August, I'm going to throw this in there. I went to go see Steve-O. I went yeah. to his bucket list tour there at the Emerald Globe News Center. And although it was good, it was not as impressive as I thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to do a lot of stunts and dumb shit on stage. But the one thing he did was he just stood there and narrated pretty much a beginning to end story. And he just showed clips oh, like unseen funny. clips of him doing dumb stuff, which it was cool to see Steve-O. And it was cool to see him get angry at audience members because there was a few that he stopped the show to talk shit to. <laughs> and eventually he had them removed. Like he, Fucking
1: Amarillo. he, he talked about
0: it. being the biggest attention whore you'll ever meet. And he hates interruptions. He hates people talking during the shows and, we all got to see him like genuinely pissed off, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And that- and to see the, the ushers that were there, they were elderly women who were, oh, I remember you who volunteered for the show to help people get to their seats and, and, and prevent them from pulling out their phones to record the performance. They were appalled, you could tell, which was amazing to see the reaction from the show. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Back in August steve-o coming amarillo pretty big deal i don't know if many of you are steve-o fans but he's a big part of our adolescent years growing up
1: so were the guys that were being dicks and got thrown out like were they being a dick or was it just was he just an attention whore and it was like a little bit of both like they were
0: they were talking to each other laughing when they weren't really supposed to or when it wasn't appropriate and he just got really annoyed Did you
1: recognize the guys
0: no, they were way up in the front. We were like mid, midway back. Um, but the cool thing was, Preston Lacey came out first, and he did a little stand up.
1: That's cool. I
0: didn't. We weren't expecting him up? to be there. Yeah, he did stand up. Yeah, he did some jokes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it wasn't great, but he did some <laughs> jokes. I guess he's he's trying to aspire to be a. Uh, stand-up comedian, but yeah,
1: he's got the name recognition, and he's got—I mean, he does. He's, he's who's the other really, really fat white guy that does? Um, call, Ralphie May,
0: and he passed away years ago. Ralphie so, May did? Yeah, no, yep, he did. I was looking through my DVDs uh, Are the you other kidding day, me? and I've got a Ralphie May stand-up. I can't remember which one it is, but yeah, he was—he's always funny, man.
1: Yeah, funny. I didn't know. Yeah, he's he
0: passed away. Dead. Yep. Jeez. But yeah. August. The next thing in August that really stood out that I remember and I'm going to have some sports related shit on mine just because that's that's always what stands out yeah. in my mind. But Kamaru, and It
1: doesn't stand out in my mind, but I threw <laughs> Super Bowl.
0: Usman. Twits. He was 20-1 and, and looking for a record tying 16th straight victory but the champ left the octagon without his belt after Leon Edwards connected, I don't know if you remember this, on a head kick for a stunning 5th round KO like the the fight was winding down. It was about to end, right? There were seconds left, and Usman was going to cascade into his 21st victory until head kick knocked his ass out, and everyone was stunned because he's he was such,
1: such an unbeatable
0: fighter within UFC, and he just got caught, didn't have his guard up, his hands up, and he got hit with that, that kick, and he went down.
1: So did you um, – who was the guy that Jake Paul thought that – similar situation kind of, not necessarily a favorite in the same way, but, you know, he – Jake Paul caught him with that right hook at the very end. He dropped his guard. Some people say it was intentional. Right. He's just like, it's not intentional. I just dropped my guard going in for the hit.
0: Woodley, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So do you think it was the same or was it just, no, he was just caught sleeping for that half second and the other fighter took advantage?
0: I think it was different in the fact that – that fight with Jake Paul and Woodley, I mean, Jake Paul was in control of that fight most of the time, right? And then Woodley just didn't look like his his former self. He was gassed. He wasn't prepared. It didn't look like he was prepared. He didn't get his, his strikes in when he needed to, and he did have his guard down when he got hit. The, the end result was similar, yes. But in this fight with Usman, everyone was predicting Usman to just annihilate him. Which he did for most of the fight and then at the end, boom, got hit. Jake Paul unfortunately didn't get hit like we all wanted to. He didn't get knocked out, he didn't get defeated like we I all wanted bet. him to.
1: I won that bet. So
0: So in that aspect is different the outcomes which we're all waiting for Jake Paul to lose.
1: Is he gonna fight I mean he's talked so much shit on people, boxers, MMA fighters, well, he's fucking fought, wrestlers. He I mean his Anderson brothers in the Silva. WWE. But Recently, is he gonna fight? Is he gonna is he gonna fight? Connor? Is he gonna fight? Connor's the Connor, one that everyone wants to see him fight.
0: Is he gonna fight a legitimate in their prime UFC opponent, or is he gonna fight a legitimate in their prime boxing opponent? Like we want to all see him fight a boxer. That's what we want. I agree. Someone I agree. that is his age in their prime that that in can his go toe class. to toe with him and take him on. Yes, he. We want to see that. Which, if he's smart, he won't do that. No, he's a marketing no, no genius. Yeah. Oh, he is him and his brother. He's making tons of money with his gimmicky, you know, persona where he's arrogant and pompous, and he just everyone hates him. But he's playing the heel. He's playing the villain, and it it works for him.
1: So you don't think he'll ever fight in a a legitimate boxer, despite the fact that he says over and over, "I want to fight these guys." If he's if he's he's
0: going to, he better do it within the next year or two, or everyone's going to lose interest and be like, "Dude." We're not gonna. We're not gonna give you any more money or give you more any more attention until you actually fight someone that's credible. So we'll see. So moving on, September, my birthday, Queen Elizabeth's death.
1: Yeah, that was sad. I mean, not really. Um, she's old. Betty White's death was a fucking tragedy. Oh yeah. Don't talk to American me about that. And I know tragedy. you're going to talk about that. Because if not, I'm fucking telling you now. So we're going to talk it about in. it now. Um, yeah. Well, no, it wasn't in September, was it? Fuck it. Hang on. Let me ask Siri. When did Betty White die? Oh, shit. It was last year. Was it last year? It was this day last year. Are you kidding me? No, she died December 31st, 2021.
0: Oh, my God. That's weird.
1: How the fuck did we forget that?
0: Parallel universe.
1: Parallel universe. Um, <laughs> uh, No, but yeah, so the queen died. It was tragic. It was terrible. After because,
0: 70 years on the throne. Yeah. It shocked the world.
1: Because she was just... I mean, we knew about the queen. You know, everybody knows about the queen. If you're white, you know about the queen. <laughs> that's just the way it is, even though we don't give a fuck about There are royalty.
0: Americans who are obsessed with the UK and their royalty and the history and all that stuff.
1: I, I would be I'm more not. obsessed with the history, but just because that's that's history. That's history and that's interesting. Um, but, I mean, they're just – because British doesn't have famous celebrities. and you like don't, They don't have world-famous celebrities like we have Tom Cruise and The Rock and – It really.
0: Don't you think it really opened the door to for people to express their distaste for the monarchy?
1: Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people
0: did too. Imperialism, colonialism, like they they had that platform at the time, and they just struck, and they wouldn't stop. People really voiced their opinion on well on the royalty.
1: And I, I mean, I, and I get, I get a lot of people's frustration with that. But yeah, some people just capitalized on the moment so that they could the get their, jokes their on 15, social media. Yeah, it was, it was widespread, of
0: which you know, I, I, could give a shit, but,
1: but that was you know, a big deal. Some kids lost their great grandma, and that is very sad.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's sad. Brendan Fraser, returns.
1: Great man. Look, I mean, him in the '90s, and early 2000s. Great. You would think that he was Greek on his God. way to stardom. Yes. And the range. He could actually act. Like, he was handsome, he could actually um, act, and he was a nice guy. It's been
0: years since he's had a leading role.
1: Didn't, didn't somebody try to have sex with him and he didn't like it, and so they shunned him, basically?
0: I haven't heard that. Maybe that's true.
1: I think that that's what it was. I mean, he never came out and said it. It was always, you know... I was put into these situations, and I didn't like to be in these situations, and because I wouldn't do what they were wanting me to do. I, it's
0: plausible, yeah.
1: And to me, that makes sense. Well, you're wanted to do, you're asked to do something, and it's Hollywood, and all those people are perverse for the most part. I mean, everybody knows the Jerry Weinstein mm. and and Harvey Harvey Weinstein. Harvey
0: Weinstein, yeah. Uh, that's an everyday occurrence Jerry in Hol- Hollywood, don't you think? Like that. This we'll put the drinking of baby blood and sacrificing babies <laughs> on the back burner, but the sexual misconduct is, is rampant and it, it, it exists every day in Hollywood and it always will. It always has. And, I mean, it's, since unfortunately
1: you can't, I mean, that, that's that been the story. I agree. That's been the stories from sixties, seventies, eighties. Like you go to Hollywood and that's what I agree with you. And that's, what's rampant. And that's in, the, and people have known because I say people have known because I feel like this is something that has been in movies for a long time of producers, saying i'll give you this part if you like, have yeah. sex with me or leveraging something like
0: that. their their power yeah. and forcing their will on on individuals to so that they can move up the ladder and gain notoriety now,
1: at the same time if a person is if they say hey if somebody came up to you and was like hey you know you have sex with me and i'll give you six million dollars <laughs> oh, and i just i say hey okay you know that's my choice I'm an yeah. adult. Don't now, bitch about it later. Fucked up kids that they <laughs> fucked up things that they did to kids. Now, I think Hollywood and kids is a completely different story. Yes, yeah, but right. if two, if it, a consenting adult wants to do whatever with their body that they want to for their own benefit, it, go for it.
0: Go for this it. This America. Lot, and a lot of them did make that conscious decision and choice in the moment, and then later on. Whether they got backstabbed by that individual or what had happened, they they come back and they refute the experience and they talk poorly of that individual and basically try to blackmail them based on, dude, you made that decision and that choice. You're a, you're an adult,
1: and some people weren't under adults. consent.
0: You made that choice, but yeah, some weren't. Some, but some, some were.
1: and, I'll, and I'll, I'll concede to that, and I think that's the problem with that whole conversation. Is it? it they're not mutually exclusive. They, they, you can have more than one thing at the same time happening. Like a person can be like, "Yes, I will do this. This is what I want. I'm all for it." And another one can be like, "I don't really want to, but I feel like I can't say no." And that's, and then it's in that case, it's wrong. Like if you're filled in that, you feel pressure that you can't say no. That's when it becomes wrong. You know. Right. Well, we went down a rabbit yeah, hole we that, did. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> that. Brendan on. Fraser in The Whale. I haven't seen The Whale yet. I haven't yet. seen The Whale either. Isn't it? Is it just he's, he's really fat? He's
0: really fat. He received a standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival for his performance. But what happened I, in I, the I'm movie? I'm assuming it was great. What happened in the movie? Oh, we haven't seen the movie. Okay, he plays a 600-pound man.
1: Damn. Well, we watched that shit on TLC. The film apparently.
0: is reportedly it's extremely depressing, and the crowd's reaction to it during the film festival was – this is brilliant at the end. Like they gave him a standing ovation. They all smiled. They cheered. He did a great job. Although it is depressing, it does make you internally think about yourself in the end. I guess it's inspiring and it's uplifting and he did an amazing job in the movie. So I I definitely want to see those
1: are all character, individual character stories, regardless of whether they're woke or not woke. If you see character struggles and it's usually one or two people that are the main people, the main protagonists and it's just about them. They're those are the best movies. Not what they're trying to accomplish, but just about them. That's what just makes good them. cinema.
0: Because, yeah, it, it makes you internalize your own life and think wow, what can I do better? What am I doing that that is causing me to feel this way? Like you can really live through the character yeah. and you can adopt a lot of the the theme the life lessons that are coming across your way as a viewer which is also always cool when you can walk away from a movie and really take something away from it
1: yeah and i think that's i think that's that's lost i think kids movies are great at it. like i remember going to movies as a kid they are great yes they are and thinking oh my god like i'm not a, a a lion my dad is not dead i didn't see him die right but but the things that i can take from the, like the lion king like it's but those are character driven stories there's never an an end of the, something else that they're trying to accomplish like this is just about that character and the growth that they have yeah yeah it
0: it encourages growth within your own life when you when you really allow those movies to break through into your heart which sounds fucking cheesy (laughs) as all get out but you know but that's why you go to
1: movies is you either go to be really entertained like you go see godzilla versus king kong because you want an all-out action film and monsters Mm -hmm. or you go see women some people i say women some people go see rom-coms
0: (laughs) they want they want to see the notebook
1: (laughs) but when yes but i don't watch forrest gump because i'm wanting to watch an action scene it's like okay like i just i want to see this character
0: I want to see this character, his, the character development and where he ends up. He and how she. I
1: felt. Yeah. I still how it watch, makes you feel. I still watch like a few good men. I'll still watch that now and still get the same goosebumps mm-hmm. over when he is like, you can't handle the truth. Like, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's next for September? Do we September, have another September. I have
0: one more September and we could just touch briefly on it. Um,
1: well, I'll touch the tip.
0: <laughs> so the Cardinals, um, DH at the time, Albert Pujols, he join Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron and Barry Bonds as the only player to hit 700 career home <laughs> runs, which is a huge deal. You know, yes. the 500 club is, is an exclusive club and group, but this man submitted himself in baseball lore forever. He hit 700. So that was really cool to see in but, September in the interrupted TV, whatever you were watching, you had to tune in to see as, as well as the, the, the judge, uh, chase for 62 as well but we'll get to that in a minute
1: but didn't he have an opportunity to hit 701 and stopped yes like didn't he intentionally not go over and didn't because i feel like he also made that statement like this is not my record to break this is my record to be a part of and he just stopped because didn't he retire he
0: yes he his second homer was that day he hit two home runs that day and a win over the dodgers and he could have he could have surpassed that and kept going. You know, he he could have stayed as a DH and continued his career, but he decided to just walk into the sunset, which was amazing. You know,
1: that's respect. That's that's the way you do it. That's why I like baseball more probably than most other sports. Baseball is not just a game.
0: Well, it's America's pastime. It's legendary. It's been around forever.
1: Yeah, football's fun. Basketball. I have more fun playing basketball than any other sport. But baseball is the
0: the history of baseball is way more expansive and interesting to me than than any other sport. Yeah, which nowadays it's still very popular, but it's not.
1: Well, you can be as as popularized as it used to be. Yeah, there's 11 guys on your team. You can be incredibly successful. On on that side for football, football, you can be incredibly successful if four of them are great or three of them are good. Same thing with basketball. You can have four or five really good guys, three or four, and you'll be good. Baseball, you have have to trust that individual player to handle that individual skill and then hope to God that they can bat. You know?
0: Right. It's different. And transitioning into October, we might as well talk about Aaron Judge. He vowed to hit 50 home runs in 2022, right? It seemed bold at the time to break, you know, Roger Maris' 61-year record of 61 home runs hit back in 1961. But he stalled at 61 for five games and 95 pitches before he sent an 88-mile-an-hour slider from Texas starter Jesus Tinoco over the left field fence at Globe Life Field. So that was cool. I mean, I remember growing up watching – you know, the race between McGuire and Sosa and to see Aaron Judge do it is really awesome, man. I, I Like we just said in baseball, it, there's something about watching baseball and seeing those records broken that, that were so old and have remained uh, alive for so long. To see them finally broken is, is awesome, and it, it is a part of history. And I remember, you know, watching football games, and we I couldn't watch my Sooners play because, you know, the Yankees were playing, and Aaron Judge was about to hit his 62nd home run. So that was really cool to see in the month of October. Did you get to share it with your kids? No. And, you know, my kids are not baseball fans. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried, man. I have. I grew up a baseball fan. i played since I was five years old. I loved the game. I was, I was naturally more talented as a baseball player than any other sport that I played. And I really wanted my my – two boys to play, but they just never got into it. They're into football and things like that. Even hockey, but not baseball. It's
1: never the one that, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. My
0: oldest is not. To each their own.
1: My oldest is not into sports at all. Neither Um, is my oldest. But she is, she's into more of the theater acting, dancing, which is one thing that I always wanted to do, but was never allowed to do because I was told to do sports. Um, Yeah, that'll be good. So his, uh, Aaron Judge's sixty-second home run ball was recently auctioned mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. What do you think it sold for? Five point five. Oh gosh, you're gracious. One point five million. One
0: point five.
1: I, I mean, just, it's not. It's 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 big, but it's not five and a half million dollars. I mean, dear God, you'd have to be a sucker to spend that. You'd much.
0: be surprised with baseball, man. Baseball memorabilia is is the most valuable memorabilia that you'll ever come across in any sport. And me being a memorabilia collector and crazed
1: Speaking of individual
0: much. in general when it comes to signed stuff and just game use things like, like a home run ball like that, man, it is very desirable. And people will pay. If there's a bidding war that transpires, it will go way more than what it's worth or what it's projected to go at. Especially, you know, like the Babe Ruth stuff. We all know that. Mickey Mantle. He signed so much throughout his lifetime, which is not as you know exclusive, but game worn stuff and things like that that have historical significance. People want that stuff in their collection.
1: So to divvy away from this, or to div—that's not the right word for that—to um, get away from this real quick and talk about your collection of memorabilia and and just how you do that. Do you are you continuing to grow your collection with? new items that will eventually become collectibles or are you more searching for things that are already collectibles like if you have a lebron james jersey are you gonna have the opportunity to get that signed now so that in 30 years your kids can say this was fine, signed by lebron in his last season you know his last home game at this state or home whatever it was
0: yeah you know? I, i'm more of, of in the pursuit of things that are already iconic that i could get my hands on because I'm such a traditionalist and a person of the past, like I love to collect things that happened throughout my childhood and and up to this point, you know, a lot of the things I have are from players that are already retired that are passed away, you know, but a majority of the bulk of the value in, in my collection is my baseball stuff, mm-hmm. and I've got I've got some baseball stuff that I don't have out here that's pretty valuable. But it's, ever since I was a kid, I always loved collecting things, and especially baseball and football stuff, which you know I've got a ton of OU and Cowboys stuff.
1: But Any that of- really
0: where it, is where it lies, and you know I I would love to collect autographs of artists that i grew up listening to bands and things like that as well which i've got i've got a chris uh novoselic autograph you know he was the basis of nirvana that was pretty cool that's one of the the off the wall out of the sports realm memorabilia that i do own but yeah i've got i've just got a lot of cowboys baseball and and baseball in general it's just a mod podge of different teams different players I'm just a fan of the game.
1: Do you ever look around because this would be this is this is why I don't like collecting things um because I'm too fluid with my my material things. Uh do you ever look around and you're like all right six years from now that's going to go because I'm going to use that to pay for this semester or something like do you I do have, that yeah, with them? I've, okay.
0: I've done that in the past. Like I've had some Michael Jordan stuff and I've sold it because I needed to buy some things, pay some things off, you know, just live buy, life you live life you know but a lot of this stuff uh that's in here is it's not worth a ton of, of value i mean more not personal a, yeah it's more personal i've got you know memories connected to it and things like that or to the player in general i've yeah. grew up watching the player and things like that but
1: well collectibles aren't just about having a, a, a you know income that can become liquid you know it's not about assets right. it's about and one day,
0: one day, my kids will own it and they'll do what they want with it. But to me, you're either born <laughs> as a collector or you're not. Like oh, absolutely. It's either, it's either in your DNA or it's not. In, absolutely. It's been in my DNA since I was a kid, whether I collected rocks, different types of, of um, mineral rocks as a kid, um, guitar picks. And this is signed I'm
1: speaking to you. You know who I'm talking to. I'm speaking to you. There is a very fine line between collecting and hoarding. So check yourself in the mirror. Right. <laughs> I, I would Some I, people need you're not a hoarder by any means necessary. I mean, you you have this is this is all collectible things, and I guarantee you can tell me a story with every single thing. Yes. That's not the same as having a giant fucking stack of newspapers. Oh, yeah. Or a shit ton of shit phone ton of- books or knickknacks toot neck, totem wax. or something like that yes. yeah this is,
0: all this stuff has has a memory connected to it and a meaning behind it why i have it um a lot of the stuff is personalized autographs i'm just an autograph fan i love the fact that you can own something of someone's that they have personally signed and that's a piece of them on that artifact whatever it may be your piece so it's just really cool i mean it's just a piece of celebrating that they're Their career, their accomplishments, and it's just cool to own. So, yeah. I don't know if you're a collector or not, but fuck.
1: I collect, like, random things. Yeah. That's, like, one or two of them.
0: But moving on to November. November. The one thing that came to mind when I thought of November, which was last month, was Kanye. Kanye.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. And I know we can
0: go down the rabbit hole of him. I
1: want to go down a little bit of the rabbit hole. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I want to say about it, because I still see him like clips every once in a while. And the last one I saw was him saying, this will be the last time that anybody loses billions and billions of dollars over a tweet. This will be the last time. And I was like, damn, Kanye. Like, But I, I'm also of the opinion with Kanye that he is – I mean, he, he said, I believe in the past, that he has some mental health disorders. And I think he's manic. And I think he's losing his mind. Or I think he's on an episode or off his meds or something. I just want to
0: know why the people that love him and surround him and, and manage him don't pull him back and say, no, you're not going to do this interview with Alex Jones. You're not going to go on this talk I, show. You know like, why? Think? Why I, did they let him do it?
1: I think that when – some of these people get to where they are. It's kind of like what Stevo said. They are such attention whores that they surround themselves with yes men. That's true. Nobody yeah. in his corner is saying what's best for him. They're just wanting – and if they're on the payroll – Hey, they're on, if, the,
0: they're on the Kanye train and they're benefiting monetarily yeah. from him.
1: Yeah. But do you want that kind of lifestyle? No. Which is exactly why you would never let your kids – Go through that. If your kid, if my daughters had like came down and turns out they have a severe mental health problem and they're losing it, like I'm not going to abandon them like that and let them make a mockery of themselves. No, not at all. But that's for for to exploit them. But that's that's the kind of people that like that attention seeking behavior.
0: It's just unreal. The things that he's he's said publicly, like dude, you have ruined the the image of who you are and what you stand for, and and every it's going to reverberate forever. Everyone's going to know you for those moments
1: yeah i mean no one's gonna clean it up dude he'll never be he'll never be forgotten as a person that made wildly anti-cinematic remarks and just incredibly evil and inappropriate statements but i still think he's crazy for saying it oh yeah like i think he's i think he's think he's crazy just outright. he's got to be a,
0: a brilliant man to get to where he is today and to accomplish as much as he's accomplished and found the success that he's found but there just comes a point where even as successful as you are, you can still be an, uh, a manic imbecile. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's
1: true. I know how else to that put That's true. All right, so what's your other November one? Then?
0: Uh, the last November one, I'll touch on it real quick. Okay, my Sooners had a terrible season. They went 6-6. Six and six. They lost their bowl game, which they played really well against Florida State. They lost by three points. Everyone expected us to get blown out. We had players opt out of that game, which – that means they chose not to play because they're getting ready for the NFL draft. Florida State had all of their players, had a hundred percent roster for this for this game, and we competed. I was happy about that. But the one shining gem of the season was the fact that we put together enough offense in one quarter to beat Oklahoma State, our one of our arch rivals. So that was a glimmer of hope for next season, and it, it made my November a little bit better. I mean, this is the first losing season I've experienced as a fan now as an alum in the past 24 years. The last losing season was 1998. Wow. So that was a little bit depressing of a season, but hey, ended ended November a little bit uh, on a better note. But the fact we lost to Tech really put a damper on it. But beating Oklahoma State was a big deal. So moving on to December. Final month of the year, 2022. The current month. The current month.
1: For a few more hours. Unless you live in New Zealand, in which case, if you're downloading us from New Zealand, hey, what's up in
0: 2023, yeah.
1: motherfucker?
0: Mike Leach died. Yeah. That was... Uh, that was hard. That was a hard pill for everyone to swallow, and especially I'm such a college football enthusiast. He was one of the great innovators of the game, and offensively, he was he was a genius. Um, he created the Air Raid Offense... Which was developed through Hal Mummy. You know, he coached with him in a few places. He was our offensive coordinator at Oklahoma, then went on to tech for 10 years. He had a career record of 158 and 107. He was just a great coach. Everyone loved him because of his personality. His, his interviews were always entertaining. He really affected the entire landscape of college football. You go across all the bowl games, you can see all the tributes that teams have done for him the stickers on the helmet the t-shirts the hoodies of of him it's just a remarkable of how much he's changed the game and and what what polarizing figure he was i mean walking around with flip-flops on his feet 24 7 he'll be remembered for just being himself and it sucks that we lost him because it was so unexpected Nobody expected him to pass away, and I guess it was a heart condition. Um, but rest in peace, Mike Leach. That was the first thing that came to mind for this year in December. Um, but I'm not uh,
1: even going to add anything. That was beautiful.
0: It was terrible, man. Yeah. He was such a great coach. And, you know, even at the sub-Varsity level, level where I coach, we we run a lot of the air raid concepts, and our offense is predicated a lot on, on what he created and what <coughs> – and what he did there at uh, Valdosta State, Iowa Westland, and Kentucky. And then, of course, he had the long stint at Texas Tech and Washington State and then, most recently, Mississippi State. He's just a great coach, legendary coach. He will be missed, but moving on. I was going to
1: say, do you have another December one?
0: I do have a couple. Like They're the soccer-related ones. Um, uh, Pele died yeah, a couple of days died. ago. Well,
1: see, that was a, I was going to transition into – Unless you have other December ones.
0: I just have the World Cup. Uh, but Pele, you know, he won three World Cups. He dies at the age of 82. Yeah. One of the greatest soccer football oh, players four. of all time. I think it was three. I
1: could one sworn it was four. I'm pretty sure it was three. Because it was with Brazil, right? Yep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it was four. I think it was three. Check on that, James.
0: Listeners, three. Uh <laughs> Lionel Messi leads Argentina over France to win the World Cup. Did you watch much of the World Cup?
1: I, I, I did, but I didn't watch it with the intention of, like, completion. I just – I knew it was on, and so I watched yeah, as I, many games as I'll I could. I'll be honest.
0: I sparingly watched it. I When the U.S. was still in, I watched quite a bit of it. But, yeah, um, I didn't watch the final game. I watched the highlights with the penalty kicks and all that with Messi winning the the World Cup for Argentina, which was really cool and i know he's a polarizing figure within the soccer world and he just like solidified his goat status forever with that uh goal there to make it 3 to 2 but there's another legendary figure and player mbappe he completed a hat trick giving him eight goals for the tournament enough to win the golden boot for top scorer so that was pretty cool as well and he's only like 19 years old which is remarkable oh wow but yeah seeing the
1: We'll the was penalty we'll, kicks. He'll be around for a while. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, be able to yeah, hear about yeah. him for a while.
0: But the game went down in penalty kicks. Messi converted his penalty in the shootout, and goalkeeper Emi Martinez made a save as Argentina emerged victorious. So that was our first World Cup since 1986. So that was significant enough to where I felt like I had to put it in there. I'm not a soccer fan whatsoever, but I know you people might be. So there it is. He took he. Messi took home the golden ball. As World Cup MVP, and another thing that I want to touch on that is, did you see Salt Bay? Yes, he is banned from all future World Cup. Events. Oh no!
1: I, I, what happened? He, I knew he was there, but I didn't he know what. Asserted
0: himself in the in the the presentation and the celebration after the World Cup. He was like trying to hold the trophy. He was take trying to get photos with Messi and other uh, Argentine players. I, I don't. Is he Argentinian? I guess he is. Oh, that's cool. Well, that stinks. But he was like not everybody. Invited. You should see the the look on everybody's face when he's like interjecting into you know the photo opportunities and being on oh, TV and like that
1: like and, at the the final final the celebration, final, like, not like the right. behind
0: the door no, scenes one. This is like still on the field. Oh shit! And people were like, "What, what the hell idiot. is this dude doing? Is he drunk or what?" But he is banned from all. World well, Cup activities in the future. So
1: I, I did read a thing that apparently Salt Bay thinks very highly of himself, and yeah. things like people want to be him, and kids now want to be him.
0: No, you're fucking famous just because you sprinkled salt. <sighs> Is on Is he a famous steak?
1: though? Is he famous? I
0: mean, he's yeah. he's like a viral like he's he's like YouTube famous. Yeah, he's to me. viral.
1: That's not the to me to me. That's not the same as being famous.
0: No, he's not he's famous. Viral. Famous. I, I don't know what he really if he's a really uh, world renowned chef or what he does. I don't know how he makes everything. His I've
1: seen everything. I've seen his food does not it's look.
0: It's all good. just gimmicky stuff, yeah. like cutting the steak in a certain way, sprinkling gold flakes on food. Like I don't know, dude. No, I think that's the extent
1: of it. I, I can throw I can <laughs> throw up a piece of meat and cut it. But um, all right, so we're gonna end with December. Yes. information uh but transition to december to the most depressing part which is some celebrity deaths yes so uh the first one we have is the the death today um and today's death was uh, it's the pope emeritus pope benedict um pope emeritus benedict uh passed away this morning he was the pope from mid 2005 to i think 2012 2013 mm-hmm. uh, and he passed away this morning Oh so, man! So and then Barbara Walters passed away yesterday. I saw that. So that was terrible. Um, and I'm looking through. I'm, I'm on this website that there's there's like 102 deaths, and so I'm just gonna flip through the ones. Um, you said Pele already. Whatever. Co- Bob Saget died this year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Martin Duffy died.
0: The Saget was, one was kind of
1: Bob Saget's was.
0: Mm-hmm. Eh, it's kind of surprising, kind of not.
1: Steven Twitch boss, which I guess he was on Ellen and did a couple of other things. Uh, the dancer. A lot of people knew knew who he was. Uh, Kirstie Alley died. I didn't even know she died. That was terrible. I felt bad for not knowing she died.
0: Yeah, I hadn't heard that one either.
1: Uh, I know I'm missing somebody else.
0: It's just a sad... It's, it's sad to see all of the... Renowned
1: people <gasps> pass the Jason David Frank. That was the one I couldn't remember. Okay, you know who that is? No, I don't. Jason David Frank was the Green Ranger, God, and I know that's you hate why the I Power don't know. Rangers. Just go fuck yourself, James. Don't do this on the last day of 2022, and I'm just sorry, get man. in the way. I'm, tr- you know, yeah, it's fine. I was, he was, he was, hey, he, was a, he, he committed suicide. I wasn't
0: but, into Power Rangers. I'm sorry. I It's okay. I, I was into wrestling at that time. Yeah. Sports, I wasn't into Power Rangers.
1: I get it. You didn't like the women, you just wanted to see the muscle. It was
0: cheesy to me even back then, as like a ten year old. Wrestling? No. Um Power Rangers. If you didn't find cheesiness in wrestling, ten-year-old.
1: but you found cheesiness in Power Rangers, then you're just being you're just being selective. Mm. Why don't you just say that? Just say Res- you're, you're picky. That's okay to be picky.
0: Power Rangers are lame and they've always been lame. Go back. I mean, come on, dude. I, I lived through the Attitude Era of, of wrestling, which is badass. You go back and watch the Attitude Era yes, of wrestling. Yes, no, no versus I completely Power agree. Rangers. With you. I completely agree with totally you. Totally two different things.
1: I completely agree with you. And, but you didn't like way more any, entertaining to see that. You, you don't like any of that genre specifically. Like, you don't like anime. No. You don't like anything. Well, any, I, any
0: Asian type. Back then, I, I was into Dragon Ball Z. Which is anime. Yeah, but... And I was into Pokemon. I like to collect the Pokemon cards. That's
1: not being the same as into Pokemon. But I wasn't, like... You just like collecting I cards. Like collecting. That's I not the same Because
0: thing. I liked collecting pogs, and I liked collecting baseball and football no. cards.
1: So, if Power Rangers instead fought with cards, they collected, you would probably like it. <laughs> I'd probably collect the <laughs> cards,
0: but I don't know if I'd like the show.
1: I went to... Uh, we went to Dollar Tree yesterday, um... Or not yesterday, the day before yesterday, because it was paint day Uh on our visual schedule. Uh, And so we took the girls to go get some more paint stuff. And they had like little Transformers and little Power Ranger, small, tiny-ass, horribly put-together figurines. And I bought a few of those. Nice. Yeah.
0: Were they good quality?
1: For a dollar? Dude, they were great. They were really, really good. Just hit or were, miss, hit or miss. There. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was. You could tell, like, you, it was good paint. There wasn't a lot of smudges. Yeah. It wasn't a cheap plastic base. Like they all stood up. There was nice a little keychain component on one of them. So, would you collect Power Ranger figurines? I, I had. I have thought about. I do. So I. I don't. I don't collect these. But my family has started. Because I used to just buy guns. And my family didn't like me buying guns. And so now I've gotten away from buying guns all the time. I'm, I'm building like my home gym and I'm starting to work out more. And so I'm getting things for that. But my family's been buying me like Ghostbusters related oh, things because cool. I yeah. like Ghostbusters. So I've got like a couple of action figures and random things like that, like a poster or two. But you I, don't, I a, don't put it up anywhere.
0: A celebrity that's a big um, Ghostbusters fan is Zach Bagans, the, the paranormal Ghost Hunters guy. He's, oh, got yeah. a, he's got a museum and he's got a, a, par, a wing. A sector dedicated to just uh, Ghostbusters memorabilia. That would be cool to see. So he's got a lot of good stuff. That would be
1: cool. And imagine
0: imagine becoming rich by
1: being a paranormal investigator. That would be cool. Pretty wicked. Yeah. I mean, we'd have to be really (laughs) fake a lot of the time. But I still think that's going to be our goal. So our goal for 2023 in this podcast is going to have an on-location haunt episode. We got to, man. That would be so much that fun. It would be fun, yeah. And I think summer we could do it. I mean, yeah. It's summer, I ain't got no job. We can get some
0: access to some pretty sketch locations perhaps.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean we can that's that's going to be our our goal. So Bomb City Lockroom Talk fans, keep an eye out for that in 2023 our spooky on-site episode. Gotta hope we do it.
0: Oh, uh, we will. We we've got to actually go for the the ideas that we have instead of somewhat holding back we just got to branch out and take risk and go for it yeah but yeah be
1: more assertive so
0: 2023 we're how many hours away uh 11
1: we're 11 hours away yeah so we won't see you again until 2023 see you in the future
0: yeah episode 100 is coming up that'll be a good one all right stay tuned
1: have a good one peace
0: Thanks.